0: We are Artists Uprising. We have started a movement, call it a revival for arts and entertainment, call it a renaissance or united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps.
1: What's up everyone, welcome to the Artist Uprising podcast where we are featuring the top 25 creatives in Dallas. Thank you so much for listening and making this podcast a part of your day. Today we are featuring the incredible Kelsey Ann Heimerman. Kelsey is an oil painter, her paintings are absolutely beautiful. Go check out her Instagram at paint and look at her incredible artwork. She uses 24 karat gold in almost everything that she does. Her paintings are beautiful, she's incredibly talented, so go look at her Instagram and follow her and see all her beautiful work, it's incredible. In this episode, Kelsey talks about how she got into painting, how her family has always been a creative family, the hardest part about being an artist, her breakthrough moment, accomplishments. She talked about everything she has accomplished up to this point. And she talked about things that she wants to accomplish in the future and goals that she has. And and we also talked about mindfulness and how she has practiced that in her life, what that practically looks like, and how being mindful and practicing mindfulness has impacted her and those around her. Kelsey is an incredible human. She is so nice and kind and genuine and so fun to talk to. And it was just awesome to get to hear her story and just kind of ask her questions and, and talk to her for a little bit. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Here is my conversation with Kelsey and Heimerman. Kelsey, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah,
0: thanks so much for having me. Yeah,
1: thanks for coming. Um, what's your day like today? It's Friday. Is your days like, does it always change? Is, it, is there some similarities between each day or is it just kind of?
2: Yeah, so right now I'm working on a big commission, so my days have been pretty consistent. So
1: yeah. I yeah. wake
2: up in the morning, I go get coffee at the little local coffee shop, nice. uh, chit-chat yeah. for about an hour, you know, yeah. hang out with the neighborhood, and then um, I start painting. So I'm kind of full-blown painting mode right now. Yeah. It's not always like that, um, but the last couple months, it's totally been yeah. that drive. So That's cool. Yeah, I'm just making a lot of work right now. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Um, what What do you do? When people ask you what you do, how do you explain yourself? How do you tell them what you do? Sure. What, so, did, what would you say?
2: I'm an oil painter, uh, traditional oil painting on canvas or sometimes wood panel. I work often with 24 karat gold leaf. Okay. Um,
1: I don't know what that means.
2: Yeah, so it's just uh, using... Real gold in the medium as oh, wow. kind of a, a color almost. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to the website, you can see uh, gold in the paintings. But for me, I just became like really attracted to that material a couple yeah. years ago. It started off like really small in the studio, you know, highlighting small elements of the right. paintings with gold leaf, which actually has a very interesting history in art and these kind of ancient cultures yeah. that I like to study. So. Um, I like to use it for those reasons, but also with oil painting, the gold leaf has this incredible quality to hold light in different ways, so it's been really interesting to move those pieces into collectors' homes and see where they end up because the light really changes when you have an oil painting with the gold and like it it shines different colors and as your day changes and the atmosphere and the lighting changes the the piece kind of changes with you wow so, that's
1: really cool yeah it's been how a- did you okay I have a lot of questions going on my sure. head I just after that but how did how did you figure that out how did you know like when did you learn to use 24 karat gold and kind of how did you figure out how to do it how to use it and like fall in love with it
2: Yeah, it just started off really slowly. I think I bought it at an art supply store because I thought it was interesting and pretty. And, um, you know, it started off really small in the works because it's expensive. It's expensive to be an oil painter in general. But it started off small, and then as the work kind of started taking off, it just bled more and more into it. And now I have, you know, full blown gold fever. Yeah, Yeah. so you'll see a lot of gold in the works. That's cool. Yeah.
1: When did you, how did you get into art? How did you get into oil painting? How did you, has it always something that, is it always what you wanted to do? Or like, is it?
2: It's always been what I wanted to do. So I come from a family of artists. Okay. My mother's a glass blower. My father's a master carpenter. And then I have two sisters. One's a designer in Italy and the other one's a photographer in LA. That's crazy. So... It's always been around me. I didn't know it was cool until I got older. I yeah. just thought, like, everybody's family went home and made art. Yeah. And I didn't it realize that it for was, you. like, a special yeah. thing. Um, then I went to university for a little bit and realized that I had some great skills in drawing and painting and yeah. just took it further and further. So, yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a painter. Ever yeah. since I was, like... Ever since I could hold a paintbrush, like, my mother put one in my hand, and I'm so grateful to come from that family. Yes. Yeah. They've really supported me. Um, That's cool. Just intellectually, like, from the beginning. Mm-hmm.
1: What, what feeling do you have or what goes through your mind when you are in the mode? Like, you're in the zone and you're painting... What what is what are you feeling? What's kind of in your mind? Like, are you like fully alive? And you know, it's just it just comes to you. Like, what, what talk about like um, when you're in the mode? Like, yeah. what's going through your head, or how do you feel? Well,
2: I think I think that creativity doesn't necessarily change in the studio, but I try to keep like a consistency just throughout my life in general. Yeah, of positivity and being open to new ideas. People ask me a lot if I'm ever like. People ask a lot of the same questions. Yeah. You know? People will ask, um, you know, what is it like when you get an idea, or are you ever stuck? And I never feel stuck creatively. I feel like there's infinite amount of ideas, yeah. and I'm kind of like spinning this giant Rolodex, and like yeah. whatever I land on is like the magic thing that right. I'm working on in the studio.
1: Right.
2: But there's also a lot of paintings happening at once in the studio. So right now there's about. I don't know, 15 paintings really? that I'm working on. Wow. All different sizes, you know, from 12 feet to 12 inches. So it's a it's a constant mode, and they're all in yeah. different phases. So some of them are at, like, a very meticulous stage. Some of them are, like, at a beginning stage where mm-hmm. it's, like, drawing, and it's more organic. So I like to work that way because it fluctuates with, like, how your life is fluctuating. <laughs> right. So some days you feel really analytical, and you can make things that are really... Small and um, precious, and like tightly painted, right. and other days it's like more fluid and free and organic, and so uh, as long as I have like multiple works in different stages, it always kind of
1: yeah. has something to do. Yeah. So like when you uh, you're like you need a break from one, you go to the other, and you just kind of keep that creativity kind of open, and like I yeah, feel like kind of
2: kind of talk to each other too. Yeah. So, like. You know maybe you'll kind of stumble upon this new technique or a new form or this new idea and you can kind of layer it into all the pieces so yeah and it makes it interesting for i think collectors as well just to have this kind of like connected story to other people that way like as the artwork moves and sells it's like they have a little piece of you but that piece you know maybe a bumblebee is Mm. in you know multiple pieces throughout the collection so you know that art is kind of living and talking yeah with the other pieces as well yeah that's yeah.
1: cool when did you how long have you been in this like full-time like when did you make the decision mm-hmm. like this is what i'm going to do
2: yeah and so full-time almost five years
1: wow yeah what what was that decision like was it like this is the easiest and best decision i've ever made or maybe it was the hardest and like and still the best decision you ever made yeah. but like was it a difficult decision or did you like, no, this is what I'm doing and this is what I want to do?
2: Yeah. So I've always known I wanted to be a painter. Yeah. I've been selling my work since I was 17. That was the first piece that I saw. Wow. So, and it happened really slowly, you know, like a, a friend of a neighbor bought it or something. Yeah. And that's, I think, kind of how it starts is people that you grow up with right. or are around, you know, to see what you're doing and want to mm. support you. So it started out just like really in the the neighborhood of my life, but then slowly it, um, the gaps between the sales became closer and closer together to where I thought it was sustainable. Yeah. I worked in the service industry before that. Okay. I had a, a coffee shop. So I worked nice. in coffee and, you know, I would meet a lot of interesting people there and some people that I still have great connections with and who have been collecting my work since that time. So yeah. they've really seen like a strong progression. But... I just I was working in coffee I think yeah 5 years ago and I just knew it wasn't for me and I didn't have a lot of money saved um, but I just knew I wanted to take the jump and so I did and it was tough for like 9 months to a year yeah even a little further after that where yeah. you know you're kind of riding the, this razor's edge All of right. a financial situation but you're doing what you love every day and once you get a taste of that, like, you will do it, anything yeah. you can not <laughs> Whatever to go it takes. back. Yeah. And that kind of drive and tenacity and learning lessons and being um, smart and frugal and just right. diving into myself personally Yeah. through uh, meditation, yoga, changing my diet, yeah. doing all these things in my life and just allowing myself time to expand and grow. Right. That was really, like, the the game changer for me Yeah. was the... The creative life of an artist like not having it be so much about um moving paintings or creating a certain type of painting but like creating a life for yourself a life of mindfulness and wellness and like to where you get to do what you love every day like I feel like I'm retired because my days are so fun and like You know, there's still trials and tribulations like everybody has in life, but I think being able to move with equanimity and to have this work that consistently gives back to you and helps Mm -hmm. you grow was just, it's like a dream. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Was there a, a breakthrough moment? Maybe that's the breakthrough moment where you realized, I get to do what I love and do what I love every single day or was there like a you know a breakthrough moment of you know you made this sell or mm. someone brought, bought your art and that was kind of your breakthrough moment or maybe it was when you came and like this is who I am and this yeah. is what I want to do like can, do you have yeah, like I a breakthrough moment
2: definitely a little bit of both like the self-actualization yeah. of everything was huge for me that really transformed my life and just allowed me to be okay with being myself and have confidence in my lifestyle because it is different from a lot of the people that I meet. You know, most people have um, jobs that they go to and I like hang out in a studio all (laughs) day. So (laughs) it's a little different, but um, I did have a bit of a breakthrough moment where I had this exhibition at Southside on the Mar. I used to live over there and the exhibition was in like a basement, basically a a little gallery called Mm -hmm. the Jeanette Kennedy Gallery. And I had the show, and I really didn't know what I was going to do. This was the first year that I went full-time, and I had poured all my money and my time into these paintings. There was about maybe 30 paintings in my possession at the time, and I had two shows simultaneously. I had one at the Jeanette Kennedy Gallery and one at 500X, and at the end of the two shows, nothing had sold, and I was, like, so nervous about it. You know, I I felt like giving up almost. And the day before I uninstalled the one at the Jeanette Kennedy Gallery, which had about twenty pieces, this guy came in and bought like sixteen paintings. Wow. It was like an incredible sale. And yeah. it just it changed my life. It gave me like so much confidence. Yeah. It allowed me to like move that work that I'd been working on like out of my visual playing field right. and like develop new work. Right. And I thought it was... I knew the paintings were good and that I was worth it, but I was like, man, that is lucky. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was lucky, like something, right. you know, special had happened. so then it happened again a year later. Wow. I was like, I'm going to do this show yeah. again, and it happened again where I sold out this exhibition, and I was like, I can do this independently. Like, I don't even really... Need a gallery, and at the time I was applying to galleries, but everybody was telling me, Oh, you know, we're booked, we have a Mm. year waiting list, and you know, I was ready to go right then. So then I really started building my brand just by kind of being forced into being an Mm -hmm. independent artist. And I have to say, that was such a great route for me because it allowed me to develop not only my art skills but my people skills and how I deliver work and the logistics of it all and the finances of it all and the business side of painting yeah and now it's just like this full-blown company that's like self-owned and self-realized and I'm in love with it yeah Yeah. that's
1: so cool and it's so inspiring too like just doing you doing your thing and like okay, I don't have this, I don't have this, um, maybe this uh, exhibit has a year waiting list. I can't wait a whole year to, yeah, you know, sell my work. I need to sell it now, and I need to, and, you know, taking your own route and kind of doing your own thing. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so,
2: it, so it happened twice, and then awesome. I was like, okay, that's also <laughs> lucky, you know. I was like, yeah. maybe I'm just a, a lucky person, and I, like, didn't want to believe it, yeah. you know, Yeah. that, like, it would be so fruitful, but mm-hmm. then... It happened a third time recently. No way. This March. Wow. I got this giant commission, which I'm so thankful for. Yeah. And it was just like, it's like every year I'm able to step up another level. And I think it is because of of the work that I've done. You know, people are starting to notice. And I've just been connecting with these people who are kind of on the same um, playing field. Or like see something in me that they saw in themselves. Yeah
1: yeah that's awesome. Yeah. What's been the most challenging part? maybe it's like the business side of things or you know whatever, but what's been the most challenging for you as you've done your own thing, starting your own business, your own brand like
2: yeah, I love the business part. Yeah. I love the branding and like creating um, yeah. who I am because I think I'm the best person to sell my work mm. And I also love meeting the collectors. Like I've become friends with them and we have yeah. coffee and tea and That's like awesome. talk about traveling the world. Yeah. And you know, most of these people are super fascinating and have great taste. So um that is a, a big facet of what I like yeah. to do is meeting the people who are collecting the paintings. Yeah. And it makes such an impact in my life and it's really cool to see where the pieces end up and how people are like so inspired by them. Yeah. And, like that's just the cherry on top you know you like pour so much love into this thing and uh, and then you let it live with somebody else right. and, like you know they're happy about it and inspired yeah. and like think it's special so will they I'll send
1: will they send you pictures of like hey i got your artwork here's where it is in my home or here's oh, yeah. where it is like
2: and most of the time i do hand deliver things really? so yeah i'll hand deliver things and install that's cool. so i take care of all that stuff for yeah. other people and then you know, obviously, all my clients are welcome to come to the studio anytime yeah. and hang out. But I think nurturing those relationships—that's a really uh, fun part of the practice for me. Yeah, is being yeah. around people. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's your mission with your art? Like, why do you do what you do? What do you want people to take from from you, your brand, your art, everything that you do? What What is your mission and inspiration?
2: My inspiration for the paintings is right now and for the last four or five years has been people so portraying people through oil painting in a sense that's unifying so you'll see you know multiple races or you'll see Mm. kind of these um nods to the psychology of the human experience so you'll see you know faces splitting apart or stretching or pulling or you know trying to express some kind of emotion and for me, intellectually and spiritually in the studio, that's the most fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think the main mission of the artwork is to live a life that's inspiring to other people. Where I think right now, we're so lucky to have the internet. Mm-hmm. It also creates a very competitive environment. Yeah. And Western culture is all about... You know, doing the next big thing. You know, what accolade do you have? What show did you get into? Which exhibition are you gonna be in? And it's about, you know, obtaining these things. And I've learned through my own personal practice that the mindfulness and the art of life is something that, like, nobody can sell you.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So, like, being able to curate a life for yourself where you have great friends around you and you get to eat you know, good food that you learn Mm -hmm. how to cook and, like, play instruments and just, like, have a daily life that's, like, exciting and kind of romantic. Like, that was always the dream for me. Like, I had a very romantic idea of painting early on where when I went to art school, I thought, oh, I'm going to walk into art school and there's going to be easels and classical music and we're going to, you know, be painters. And I walked into (laughs) art school and, like, people were bad at making art and I was, like, kind of, like, I didn't know what it was. So, right. you know, I left the university and I just started creating it in my own life. And that to me is the true success of being an artist. Yeah. Is being able to like do what you want every day. Yeah. And having what you want be in truth and to like help other people that mm-hmm. are around you. To help like the neighborhood, the people that you can't yeah. touch. Yeah. Whether it's like by having an interesting conversation or sharing something or just being present in other people's lives where I think my greatest gift right now is time. I have a lot of time, I feel like, to invest into other people and, like, positivity and to help others, like, grow and be inspired. And that to me is so important. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: really cool. What... uh, What what have you learned about yourself over these past five years, over the years that you've been um, an artist and doing your thing and loving what you do? What is, what's one thing that like you've learned about yourself through this whole mm-hmm. um, process?
2: Yeah, I have to say the last couple of years I've been really getting into the wellness fad mm-hmm. and that has been pretty life changing
1: like with food and stuff like that? or like food, or yoga, okay.
2: meditation, yeah. and just kind of changing the environment that I was in, which, yeah. I mean, I was going to, and I still do. I love supporting the art scene. You know, you go to the exhibitions right. and, you know, to the parties and the events. Yeah. Um. For me, I like to put myself in situations that allow me to, like, dive inward internally. I think... We're infinite, yeah, and that that time that I've allowed myself to be mindful has just changed my life, yeah, I think it's like changed other people around me too, because yeah. um, I just feel more confident about mm-hmm. who I am and what I want. and I know that it's in truth, so yeah, yeah.
1: what does it look like for you? how do you how do you practice that? What is it like? Is it ten minutes in silence? What you know, you know, doing yoga. What is it? What does that look like for you?
2: Yeah. So across from my studio is the Refuge Meditation Center. Okay. So they're in my neighborhood. Yeah. Which I really lucked out there, right. and they have just changed my life. Like yeah. that whole community is so incredible, and I try to go over there once a day, but also paintings can be pretty physical so learning how to hold my posture differently and how to shape my breath and how to like make these big sweeping movements you know sometimes I'm painting for eight ten hours a day so like learning how to sit differently and how to move differently especially when you paint murals it's like a full body workout you know so like just learning more about the body and the breath and the mind and how you can align it to like produce this insane like ever-flowing stream of creativity I mean yeah. that just like opened up my whole world and these practices are you know thousands of years old like right. Ayurvedic medicine and things like this it's like people have been learning how to train their minds and their spirits for thousands of years and there's all this interesting like sacred knowledge yeah. behind it but at the core of it it's like simple Yes. it's yeah. learning how to take a breath or learning how to let things go and to right. unattach from your thoughts and to not be like so, um, fixated on things that are permanent because mm-hmm. nothing's permanent. Everything's always changing. Yeah. So once you kind of swallow that pill in your life, it's like you move through everything with ease Yeah, and that's when my creativity, um, flows the best. I just feel like it's this constant river in front of me.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, who are some artists that you, maybe they're up and coming, maybe, like, you know about them that have inspired you that are, like, in the Dallas area or just, you know, anywhere in the world that, like, inspire you, that um, help you stay motivated or creative or whatever?
2: Yeah, I... Well, one of my favorite painters right now, he's on Instagram. His name's Van Minion, And he paints these, like beautiful oil paintings, they're, like, disturbing pretty. So they're, like, these morphed bodies that are, like, tattooed, and then he paints, like, shiny gummies around them. And they're, like, so bizarre, but so meticulously well-painted Yeah. that, as an oil painter, I just, like... I mean, I love somebody with great technique. Mm -hmm. Somebody who has the head, the heart, and the hand. So they have a great idea. They're executing it in a way that's, like, intelligent and beautiful. And, like, the piece within itself has some kind of, like, heart emotional element. So that's kind of the art that I love. I also love when things... Just like aren't what they seem. Yeah. So, yeah. Minion's portraiture is just like, it's like this ugly, pretty, which I just love that concept. Because yeah. I think life is like that. Right. So often. Like, yeah. you know, some really sad things are happening in the world. And like, how do we right. move on and like be a light in this like constant dark and flux? Right. How
1: can we be positive and, and make an impact yeah, in the middle also, of all this mess? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
2: also like have awareness and like, you know, compassion for what's going on and like right. not sleep it under the rug. Right. Like, I think painters are um, like mirrors to society, and there's like so many contemporary topics mm-hmm. happening right now that like people five hundred years from now, if they looked back at the museums and like what the paintings were about, right. I think they should reflect like who we are as a society yeah. globally, and. So painters that are doing that in a smart way—that those are the people I really
1: love. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um, how can people find you? Do you have a website, Instagram? Sure. Yes, anything? I have
2: a website. It's kelseyannheimerman.com. You can also just Google my name, and Kay. it'll come up.
1: we'll put it in the show notes below, cool. below too, so they can find it there.
2: Yeah, and then I'm on Instagram as c kelsey paint like c spot run.
1: Oh, nice, yeah. nice. That's cool. Well, Kelsey, thank you for doing this. Yes, it has been so cool so to like much. hear your story and yeah. talk about why you do what you do. And yeah, I hope um, people are inspired. And yeah, it was such a pleasure. Oh, I am. That that was it was fun. So thank you for doing cool. this.
0: Thank you. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home, from the architecture that defines the place where you rest to the space in between, lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds. There was an artist who gave you a priceless gift—a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.